0: Hey there, Black Mom Diaries. Ever have a desire to travel abroad with your kids and then come back second-guessing yourself thinking, this is impossible? Well, maybe our guest from today will put your mind at ease. Miss Iolani Bullock is here to talk all about her travel experience with her kids. And I gotta tell you, what she has to say is full of encouragement and fun. Up next on the Black Mom Diaries. Hey guys, this is Patricia. And I am LaTanya. And we are, but um bump
1: <laughs> Welcome to the Black Um Duh. duh I put a duh on it. Oh my gosh. Black Mom Diary. No, you are not listening to a different uh, podcast. This is Black Mom Diary. Yes. Where did you the duh from?
0: Did you say duh? I didn't even hear you duh. say duh. I, I was like, butum um bump Black Mom Diaries,
1: yeah, Act, yeah, acting like I'm from the
0: streets, duh. Black Mom Diaries. <laughs> oh, you said so duh. That? Black Mom Diaries. I, yeah. I thought you I were like duh. It. We're the Black Mom Diaries. so streets, I love you. Streets. I was like, nobody on the streets says <laughs> duh.
1: <laughs> you know, we 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 cut out words, cuz you know, cuz I just no. <laughs> so how are you today?
0: I am good. I'm doing good. You know, I um we um just recently did the whole passport thing and I Ooh. I haven't I haven't written a check in forever. But I wrote a check at the passport office and I was so excited when I checked my bank to see that they finally cashed the checks because you have to do separate checks for every single passport. But anyway, they cashed them. So I'm like, woohoo oh nice passport department so yeah that 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 felt like a major win for me how are you doing
1: oh man I'm happy that you got your passport well it's not here yet
0: it's not here yet Um, well they took
1: the money yeah they they took the
0: money money. (laughs) so that means to me it's like on the way and they are they the booklets are being made as we speak that's what I'm hearing
1: let me be grateful for your passport. We will, we will get ours in the not too distant future, but we, get, we got a lot of things to do right here um, and places to go. You know, my, my kids have places lined up for me. I love it. They say they want to stay on a boathouse. We can do that. You know where we can go to Washington? We can go up there and stay on a boathouse. Mm-hmm. They said that they, they want to um, what do they say? We, a cabin in the winter. We okay. can find that here, you know? <laughs> and I got one that wants to, huh a yurt. <laughs> That's really cool a yurt. I know. I you know they have those in um a little not too far from here over in uh, Lago Vista, Texas. Yeah. I was driving and they're up on a hill, okay. and you can rent one to stay over there. And it's beautiful over Lago Vista. I never oh, yeah. I never ever um thought about having a little yurt night over there that sounded like something that happens in your stomach but I never (laughs) thought going to stay in a yurt over there but um that would be fun so they have things that they want to do here and Mm -hmm. they want to go hiking and so let's do that first got a list yeah they are very decisive and persuasive that's it (laughs) Even better. So that's that's really along the lines of what we're talking about today, right?
0: Mm-hmm. We yes, have a guest. I love it. I'm so we excited. This person, I have always had a de- a, a desire. <laughs> i always had a desire to travel, um, and I feel like we do not travel nearly enough. And when I was a kid. Um, my sister and I traveled so much by default, but it was, yeah, I mean, well, we, we traveled by car to different places with our great aunt and uncle. Um, You know, we flew quite a bit, and I always tell my kids, by the time I was y'all's age, I was a pro at flying, and my sister and I, we used to fly all the time, mainly because my parents got divorced, so we were going Mm -hmm. back and forth, but, you know, um, that's like, I, I need to get those, those two on a plane. And, you know, they, they have, they have a list too. My daughter wants to go to DC. We've been there, but she wants to go back. My mm-hmm. son wants to go to Seattle. Um, I've been there. We can go with that. Yeah. Right. Um, let's do it. Y'all let's go to Egypt. Let's go to Maldives. <laughs> let's go, let's get out of the States and go somewhere far away.
1: Uh, yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. We, when I was growing up, it was Amtrak. Amtrak mm-hmm. 24 hour ride from Florida to New York every summer and um, it was a very cool ride a lot of memories traveling there so who we got today with us who who special mom do we have today
0: well uh, since you asked her name is Iolani Bullock and she is a Bronx native who caught the travel bug at a young age She's been lucky to have a career that feeds her love of travel and desire to learn about other cultures. A diversity, equity, and inclusion professional by day and novelist by night, she received her Bachelor of Arts from New York University and her MBA from Georgetown University. She's a mother of two who believes in the power of normalizing differences and seeing diverse protagonists in children's literature. Without further ado, I feel like we need a drum line. but without further ado, I want to welcome Ms Iolani Buluck to our show.
2: Welcome Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to talk with you guys tonight.
0: <laughs> yeah we're excited this is to have great. you. Yeah, welcome to the show. Um, how are you doing today? good doing really well my
2: son's allergies are kicking in so you know one of those days but um other than that it's been great
1: that's what's up you know we're 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 glad that you're here you're pretty special you know Mm
2: -hmm. because
1: you have this mask on at day but then at (laughs) night it's like (laughs) novelist at night mom (laughs) at night you know what i'm saying like i love moms with all these types of things going on so I'm excited let's get it let's get
2: into it you just made me feel like a superhero like I put on my mask and my cape and start (laughs) flying around at night I love it okay but it's not who we really
1: are I mean I know you know I know we have jobs and we like our jobs but who are we really Mm -hmm. you know who are we really and that comes out in your passion you know, since I've been a mom, there's a lot of my passions change. I mean, they still have the underlying, but you know, but this ain't my podcast right now. So <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think that's a great topic, but yeah, we'll, we'll table that uh, for a one in the middle. Yeah, that's
1: true. You know. So
0: let's get warmed up a little bit. Um, and I just want to know, um, what is your relationship like with your mom?
2: Yeah, my relationship with my mom is definitely one of advice and counsel, whether I like to admit it or not. I speak to her most days, either by text or by phone, of course, because, you know, she wants to check in on her grandbabies. That's numero uno. Um, But she is truly the person that I can ask anything and everything and go to for advice. And as I've gotten older and become a mother myself, I feel like it's even more so, you know, a hallmark of our relationship.
0: That's beautiful. And um, it's so interesting how um, our relationships can change as we get older and we become mothers. You know, it changed with our mom because I know that my relationship changed drastically with my mom when I became a mom. And I just had all these revelations. So I love that you guys have that kind of relationship where um, even though she wants to just check in on her grandkids every single day, she is there to offer a listening ear and offer advice to you as a mom. I love that. On that note, what is your uh, mom philosophy and where did you get it from? Did you get it from your mom or did you uh, develop it?
2: Yeah, I think my mom philosophy is definitely go with your gut. It's something that I realized that my mom had to do and that, that was one of the revelations, for Patricia, that I had, especially because she was a single parent raising me and she had to make decisions that just felt right in her heart and make sure that it was right for me and I do the same. So I definitely think I got it from her. I feel like everyone's style is so different as a parent and you have to figure out what works for you, what you're comfortable with and go with that. And so, you know, I realized that mothers, people are so critical of mothers. Mothers are so Mm. critical of mothers. And you have to really think through what is the best for me and I can't follow the pack or all the advice, but go with what I know truly, I believe is gonna work for me and my children. And so I, when I first became a mother with my son Lennox, I had to tune out all the noise um, and do what I felt was best. And that was part of me taking him to Thailand at a young age, you know, Mm -hmm. I felt like that was gonna be a great experience for him. And despite all the noise and the naysayers and the questions, I went with my gut and it was one of the best experiences we
1: had. You know what? Let's touch on something real quick. Cause I like, Mm -hmm. I like this intuition. When you hear it, rock with it, go Mm -hmm. with it a hundred percent. And it, it, you know, people will like for you to have a consequence behind it. And they want it for you so bad. Like she's going to go and do her own thing. You know, they're going to get kidnapped by a tribe of, you know, something (laughs) crazy, Come out of the blue, like, you know, they're they're like almost hoping the phone would ring because it's not something, you know, that they would do. So that's really great of Mm -hmm. following your intuition, knowing 100%, whatever happens, you don't feel you don't even feel bad about it, you should feel good about it, because everything leads to something that leads to something that you needed to know for you, for you and your kids, you and your children that's how I've learned it, but that's, that's awesome.
2: And everything happens for a reason. So even if my gut is telling me to do something and maybe there is a negative consequence, there's a reason for that, but mm-hmm. I have to follow my gut because I'm my children's best advocate and greatest advocate. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I know them best and I have to trust that what I'm deciding is best for them.
0: I love that. Yeah. And and I love that you said to turn down the noise because you said something that's, I mean, so true. We're all different, we all have different styles. And just because something wasn't great for me, like if I decided I was gonna travel with my kids and I had all these horrible experiences, so I'm like, don't do it. And I try to tell all my mom friends, do not travel with young kids that does, that's my experience. That doesn't mean that you're going to have the exact same experience. So for me to say that to you is really me putting my experience on you. You, My experience has nothing to do with yours. You could go and have a completely different experience and be like, this is what we need. This is what our life needs to be. So yeah. And, and like you said, you know, what's best for your kids. I I don't know your kids. Um, so mm. how can I tell you how to raise your children? Um, yeah, we should
1: be offering support.
0: Yeah. Like yes. if you say,
1: I'm going to go out of the country with my baby, he's six months old. Okay. Well, you know what? Make sure you have enough formula because they won't have that formula. Oh, I didn't think of that. Not mm-hmm. don't go, you know, right. some type <laughs> of great words of support or hey did you think of this did you think of this they don't have this adapter over there and you're going to need to heat his milk up you understand Mm -hmm. so
2: that's what we should be we should be offering support Right, And that's the beauty of parenting, that there's no one way to do it. And there are so many facets of it and so many styles of it. So you take a little from this friend and take a little from your mom and how you were raised and you create your own style. And, you know, especially, you know, being right now in a two parent household with me and my husband and our two kids, we both, you know, had divorced parents. And so that was a really big revelation for us when we got married is we didn't see that. So how do we create that? And we certainly, Mm -hmm. it was a lot of going with your gut and what feels right and what works for us and what do we agree on. And so that is 100% how I parent.
0: Well, let's take a step back. So you mentioned um, how your mom philosophy um, really pushed you into, I don't know, maybe that's not the right way to say it, but that led to you um, taking your son on an international trip. So you are a traveling mama. You um, you want your kids to be exposed to different uh, cultures and and um, all of that. And, and to know that the world is so much bigger than the United States. So where did that come from? You have a passion for traveling. Where did it come from?
1: And tell us how old your, your son was when you first took him out too. So yeah. we can get a scope of mm-hmm. that.
2: Yes. So... For both of us, my son was two months old when we took him out of the country. I'm actually not sure I was when I left the country but I must have been less than one. My father's from the Bahamas and Mm -hmm. I went when I was a baby. I do not remember this trip to visit that side of my family. So, and my family had traveled when they were younger. So that was certainly part of them. I didn't hear a ton about it. So I don't know that it came directly that I heard it from them and then wanted to do it. But there has always been something in me that's curious and interested about other people for whatever reason. And so, you know, for me, the first time I can remember traveling out of the country was in eighth grade and my church decided to do, um, to sponsor and do fundraisers and, you know, all the things, the bake sales, et cetera, to get our youth group out of the country for World Youth Day in Rome, Italy. And I remember people Mm -hmm. being like, Rome, Italy, you know, we're a bunch of Bronx kids. Half uh, of us were like, where is that? What are we doing? And I'm like, let's go. I'm excited. I don't know much about it. And so I think I've always had this innate sense of just adventure and like wanting to know something different.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So that was my first experience that I viscerally remember leaving the country and making that decision for myself in a way. It's mm-hmm. um, <laughs> grade, Mom is still obviously Mom's exactly. approval. Exactly. the the decision maker. But that for me was the first time I remember it. And when my son was two months old, as I mentioned, when we took him to Thailand, and I truly feel that although, you know, a lot of the naysayers, like he's not going to remember the trip, why would you pay for a baby to go that far when it's not going to be something they remember? What if they get sick? Do you have the formula? What happens if, you know, something goes wrong? What about extra diapers? I was sort of like, you know what? My gut is telling me we should go. Babies are born everywhere. So I'll find something that's going to work. But also I think it's important for him, like it was for me to smell something different, see something different, experience something different, hear something different. Even at two months old, I truly believe that has opened up his mindset. And I see him now as a two and a half year old curious about things and wanting to try things. And I hope and feel that that might've come out of that trip where his senses were just broadened at a young age. Um, and so, you know, I got that, that I can remember in eighth grade and gave that to him at two months.
1: You, you went to Thailand with a two month old. Um, I left Florida With a two-year-old and a six-month-old, and people thought I was crazy. We were on a plane, and they were like, "Why are you going to go over to the west side of the United States?" Like, (laughs) wait a
0: minute, (laughs) you
1: guys are acting like I'm I'm going off the grid or something. Like, and you got a baby? Yeah, they don't have the same food over there. Like over there. In the same country? In the right. Country, which totally is, it different. is different though, but it is different. It is different. You're you know, right. Goya beans up there is different. <laughs> <laughs> but that's very, I mean, I would probably have been like asking you so many questions with your two month old, like, mm-hmm. oh boy, you know, you know, in the back of the day, it was your baby don't come out the house until it's four months old right? (laughs) And you about to take them where?
0: (laughs) What was that like?
2: Kudos kudos to you, ma'am. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, trust, we did our research. We talked to our pediatrician, you know, will we have the necessary shots? Are there other shots that we don't know about that you need for Thailand? There weren't any. Um, (laughs) I had been to Thailand before, so I already knew that we could not bring a stroller there was just no way. The streets, many of the streets are not just built for that. And so we had to make a decision to get a mesh carrier that had a lot of airflow, because obviously Thailand is really hot. And so Lennox was in a carrier for the whole trip. And so there were decisions we had to make. Also with packing, as you both know, whenever you take your kids anywhere, there's so much stuff Mm, um, and right. we were new parents, brand new parents. And so mm-hmm. we had to really think through, okay, there's a lot of stuff, but we can't weigh ourselves down for this trip. And so one of the decisions we made was to only bring en- enough diapers to like get us there through maybe the first week. And then we were going to buy diapers there. And so Lennox ended up wearing pull-ups at two months old because that was a <laughs> diaper <laughs> that they had in the thai store and they were fine and they right. worked and like it was all great all good but that was one of the questions that we got from so many people what if they don't have diapers i'm like i'm pretty sure they have diapers right.
1: well you know you just put them in a little bowl he'll have it he'll have yeah it. just
0: wash them off you know, it's so much just easier. wash them <laughs>
1: off it's, it's 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 breast milk poo right and that's the best poo: breast yes. milk
2: uh-huh. and how long better. were you there how long were you in thailand We were there for six weeks. I was breastfeeding at the time. And so that was one of the things that for me was comforting. I knew that as long as, you know, I was staying healthy and doing what Mm -hmm. I needed to do that he Mm -hmm. was going to get what he needed and I didn't need to find formula anywhere. Mm -hmm. So that was something that worked out well.
1: I was going to say, where well, there were plenty of animals over there. We
2: I would have, listened.
1: The, the, the looks on people's faces when I said I ran out of formula and no breast milk, I was like, we found an elephant that just had a baby. And this is what I did, because you ain't think I should have went over here. I just, right. oh, girl.
0: Yeah. And you know what? He was fine. See, look, he's so healthy. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh.
2: The memory of an elephant, there you go.
0: (laughs) And I mean, I think that saying something like that would leave somebody absolutely speechless and you just walk away and leave them with their thoughts. I'll send
2: you some pictures. (laughs) Right,
0: right. Well, oh man, okay, so what were some of the things that you guys did while you were over there? Six weeks, um, that's a pretty good chunk of time.
2: What did we do we ate a lot so my husband was working during the day Lennox mm-hmm. and I would go out I would have our little itinerary and we did everything from visiting museums seeing animals I'm a big on learning about culture through food and so we would try different places to eat he wasn't eating the food but you know I had him in the carrier or a mm-hmm. soup on my lap while I'm trying all the noodles and the soups and the different things and so um that was great lots of parks The hotel we stayed at had a pool. So he got to swim for the first time or try to learn how to swim for the first time. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, that was really fun. But especially at two months old, I think the people watching for him was just amazing. You know, Mm -hmm. and hearing the different language, um, hearing people speak differently than what he would hear from myself or my husband was huge for him. But the Mm -hmm. one thing I loved, you know, that was odd, but really endearing is that a baby, number one, breaks down any cultural barrier mm-hmm. child, people are like melting and then a little black boy my goodness it <laughs> we were like <laughs> people were yeah. like can I take pictures with you and your family <laughs> and especially this little boy and we were wow. like, okay, because it was an anomaly he was no. an anomaly traveling as a little black boy a, as a family of three I don't think many people at least that were going on our flights flying through Japan, saw three brown people Mm. um, with a a baby so little. And so we got a lot of like stares and smiles and like, can I take a picture? (laughs) So it was um, a really interesting trip. But while we were out during the day by ourselves, I would go to different places. And while I would sit down and eat lunch, People, the waitresses would come up and say, I'll hold him for you so you can eat. And I was like, Please, man, thank you. And it was great.
0: <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. And I just want to say that Linux did eat the noodles indirectly. <laughs> he did. <laughs> him, so yes.
2: <laughs> he likes a little spice in his food now. And I think it was due to that Thailand trip. Probably yeah
1: so. Yes. Do and and how old is Linux now? Two and a half two and a half do you uh share like little stories with him like you know I know it's two and a half but they they know a lot and Mm -hmm. it's like you know I took you to Thailand and do you say little because my kids love to hear their like stories of when they were little but he's still little I know but do you share like no we
2: do I've tried to keep um we have a book of his first 12 months and there are photos that we've pasted in and that's his favorite book by far but we can't have him look at it too much because he still likes to rip stuff up (laughs) but we will do that we show him videos so we have a family instagram blocks abroad and Uh. there's a lot of the pictures and the videos from there so the first time he ever swam I just showed him that video the other day because we have him in swim lessons now and now he's afraid I'm like but back then you were swimming in Thailand you weren't afraid like, that was me, mama. I'm like, that was you. You like the water. So yeah, we try to remind
0: him. Well, I think, you know, it's so funny that people, and I've heard this um, because I follow a lot of people online, a lot of moms online that travel with their kids. That's their thing. Um, And I know something that they get quite a bit is when you travel with your kid and they're so young, they're not going to remember. So what's the point? And it's not... It, it's great to create memories with your children, but we're moms. And I think it's important for us to create memories for ourselves mm-hmm. and like you said to share those stories, you know, and Latanya, you said your kids love hearing the stories of, of things yeah. that happened when they were younger. And I do that with my kids all the time. I love telling them, oh, we did this when you were a baby, when you were a baby, we would do this. And they ask all kinds of questions. So You know, creating memories, starting, you, you, why would you just start to create memories when your kid can remember? I mean, because there are things that (laughs) I remember from when I was five and there are things that I don't remember from when I was five and there are things that I remember from when I was 13 and there are a lot of things that I don't remember. So, I mean, we as moms deserve to create memories with our kids for ourselves.
1: Definitely.
2: That is so powerful. And I'm so glad you said that because. It didn't strike me as that. I think as moms are supposed to be selfless and everything is for your kids, and you know you're pouring yourself into them. But to your point, this is just as much for me as it was for Lennox. And I love that you said that. Um, when he turned six months old, a friend of mine had a birthday party in or a birthday weekend in Bermuda, and I beat myself up like, should I go? but he's only six months old and we already took this big trip and this is just me by myself and the guilt was in. And I'm like, but I need this for me. Like this is a memory for me and he's gonna be home with his dad for a weekend and they're gonna have memories. And so I just love that you're you know, centering mom as being important because we are so important, and sometimes we forget that, and our kids forget that, and everyone forgets that. But we have to remember ourselves because if we're not good to ourselves, we're not good for our kids.
1: Memories are also good for us as they get older. Like, like I said, my, um, you know, before we started, uh, my daughter turned twelve, and I kind of went over her birth story with her, and she's like beaming at me. You know, even though it was the most traumatic for me because I had to have an emergency C-section, and um, but then I feel the overwhelming love I had to make that, you know, to have someone grow in my body. And I know people, you know, you you'd be like, "Oh my gosh, this is mushy," but it's it's an amazing thing to see the manifestation of one. You becoming a mom for the first time. It's I know you have if you have multiple kids and we do, that first child love is something that kind of hits. You.
2: It's, <laughs> it's like,
0: like off the charts, right?
1: Right? right.
2: like, like Right? One hundred percent. Yep.
1: Yeah, I love all three of my kids, but my my daughter. That memory of her is like sometimes when I get a little you know, frustrated with, you know, my 12 year old, I'm like, man, but that memory of just seeing you and hearing you cry when I sang to you. And she's like, you sang to me, mom, yes, girl, you know, (laughs) shaking from the anesthesia and everything. I was shaking, you know, but it's important for you, for (laughs) us to kind of also center us back, like, Mm -hmm. wow, you know, Mm -hmm. in all the experiences that we have, you know with our kids right. for us. Sure.
0: Well, so let's take it back to Thailand. Um, and not just Thailand, but there's a couple you know, there's a couple things that uh you mentioned um that I, I have questions about. Um, when you travel, because that's that's y'all's thing, um, and you have a, a job, a career that allows you to, to um, travel. Um, what kind of traveler are you? Are you the kind that likes to experience the culture like a local, or are you the kind of person that likes to do the touristy type things?
2: We are the type that like to experience it like a local. Um, I think for me, it's I've always been drawn to off the beaten path things, or I want to know, like, what do people eat normally? One thing I like to do, which is maybe strange, is go to the local grocery store just to see like, what do people eat? What are the typical things? That's a good idea. Yeah, just to see, you know, the local experience is so important to me. I mean, when I was in Columbia, I chatted with the Airbnb um, owner and was just mentioning that I really like to take cooking classes and learn about culture through food. And he said, oh, well, my mom is a chef next day ended up in his mom's catering kitchen and I'm learning how to make all these Colombian dishes and talking to her about her experiences or you know in Kenya we instead of sort of flying to this beach town we took a sleeper train from Nairobi to Mombasa which was sort of the beach town and I mean it was a 12-hour trip that turned into a 24-hour trip (laughs) supposed to be 12 hours but it was the super old train we saw the countryside the people that we met during mealtime time are just so interesting mm. and you know instead of just jetting over it's like take the long way take the way mm. most folks go um and those make the absolute best memories
0: wow and That's i know
2: a really good like, point that yeah. you had I'm, i just cut you off no no go ahead
0: go
1: you you made a really good point. When my husband and I went to Jamaica, we left our kid for the first time. The first one, she was seventeen months, and I, I just thought it was too young to leave her. But then you said he was six weeks when you went out of town. I was like whoa, I was overreacting. But but we left her and we went to Jamaica, and they were like we're doing this trip, and you know they're standing there with these pamphlets, and my husband's like going past them, and I said what are you doing? He says I'm looking for the guy on the corner. Mm. I'm like, the guy on the corner, he's like, yeah, I'm gonna give him a couple bucks and I want him to walk us around Jamaica. Mm. And that's what he did. I was like, you trust him? And my husband's like, Miami street hood type person. <laughs> he's like, I'm a good judge of character. I know. Can it out. Guy, yeah. So guess what? I'm living y'all. I'm here today. Right. <laughs> so, <Yeah. laughs> but it was such a great experience. And then all the other people had to talk about was like, Oh, look, this is what we did. We was like, man, listen, I could tell you where to get some good, okay, and it'll be real good medicine for your whole body. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all already know what I'm talking about, but I learned all of that on this trip.
2: You know, yeah. that's not to say that, you know, the touristy <laughs> thing is bad by any yeah. means. Certainly we've done the touristy thing and we enjoy that too. But I think, you know, there are times when you really are like, you know, I want to see behind the tourist curtain yeah. mm-hmm. so put on for all the people and, and the tourist industry. But mm-hmm. if you want, if you, if they're, you're into that and really want that local experience, you have to seek it out. And once right. you find it, it's always great. I always find yeah. it.
0: And I think like, you know, like Latonya said, she's, she's alive today. I think there's this um, negative view or, you know, perspective connected to that. So they have this, this tourist um, experience. And like you said, there's nothing wrong with that either, or I think it's, it's nice to have a balance, yeah. um, but there's just such, it just seems like there is such an opportunity for richness, like so much more that you can get when you go to the guy on the corner, you know, and of course use your gut uh, in in whether or not you should go with this person or try somebody else, but you know, um, just to to see behind the tourist curtain. So, and you know, since there's such a negative um, perspective connected to that, when you guys do this, is there any judgment? Like, has there been any judgment? Cause it sounds like there was kind of judgment in the beginning when you were like, I'm taking my, my two month old to Thailand. And people were like, well, there are no kids over there. You know, they may not have diapers. There's no formula. What are you going to do? How are you going to feed them? Um, How are you going to keep them clean? And so, you know, to, to go off the beaten path. And even, uh, I guess this is kind of a twofold question. When you mentioned you went to Jamaica on a, um, on a trip by yourself and you felt such guilt. So yeah, just talk to us about that, The if there was any judgment.
2: Yeah, you know, I don't believe that I got judgment. I got judgment in the form of questions, definitely. And I think the biggest thing with taking Lennox out of the country at two months was we were new parents and I was a new mom. So I think people may, may have felt like, are you sure you know what you're doing? Um, I remember even telling friends who were also new moms or parents, and they would sort of nod like, okay, but then like, give me the eyes, like, are you really sure that's a good idea? (laughs) Um, And so, like I said earlier, I had to sort of push past that to say, that would not be your choice. You would not feel comfortable and you have to feel comfort as a parent, but Mm -hmm. I can be out of my comfort zone just enough where I still feel like I'm in control, but I'm growing and I'm learning. And I think, and I can sit in that and I can feel in that and be okay in that. Um, And so that was a big thing for me is understanding, you know, what was my comfort level, even if that wasn't someone else's comfort level and where was I okay? I wouldn't have pushed it, you know, super far out. I certainly didn't search on, hospitals and local infrastructure, also expat communities in case we did need something and help. And so we had folks in place, um, but I certainly had to make sure that the discomfort was just discomforting enough for me so that I still felt like I was in control of the situation and that we could still have a good time. Why would I go all the way over there if I was going to be nervous and you can't go out and you can't do this and I don't want anyone to touch him, then it's like I should have just stayed home. Mm -hmm. So pushing past that discomfort and the judgment is what allowed us to really have a great time.
1: Sometimes people judgment will play out in our story if we accept it. Mm -hmm. And, and I always, you know, something I tell people that I talk to is just because they say something bad may happen and you go looking for something bad may happen, something bad may happen you know there's a quote I like is um why worry it may never happen Hmm. you know so don't I I, don't let someone else's experience just like you said Patricia worry their worry their stop you from living your life and it seems like you're gonna have that memory up until you're, you know, 95 years old and you're telling, Mm -hmm. you know, in all the the future adventures you're gonna have. Cause I know you're not gonna stop there.
2: No, (laughs) and I will be that grandma, like when I was a young mom, I was a dad. That is 100% gonna be me. I already know the old grandma stories I'm gonna tell and Thailand will be one of them. By that time, they'll
1: be saying, we're going 20,000 leagues under the the sea, grandma. And you're like, (laughs) go head on, baby. Or Jupiter. We're going to Jupiter. And it's like, (laughs) no big deal. Jupiter.
0: (laughs) Or somewhere else, some other galaxy. So what about about, um, for you taking care of yourself as a mom and going on a girl's trip without your your, uh, son? How was that? Because I know you said you felt mom guilt. Was there any, any judgment from outside for that?
2: There was no judgment from the outside that I could feel myself. It was really internal. Um, a big part of it was it was a fun 40th birthday weekend from my good, amazing girlfriend. And I knew that I was still breastfeeding. So I had enough milk. Like Lennox was going to be taken care of at home. But I was going to have to pump and dump. And the mental toll that took on me, I think was probably the largest, you know, like this is the golden milk Mm -hmm. and it takes so much for us to produce and do the whole thing. And I really had to think critically about, you know, what are the pros and cons here? Is this something I'm okay with? It's only, you know, two and a half, three days. And ultimately I said, I need the break. I need to be with my girls. I need to be with my friends. I need to get away. It's good for my mental health. Mm -hmm. It's going to make me a better mom. I know because I'm going to just be refreshed to come back into this. And I had to like come to that reckoning with myself to say it's okay. But were you able to do that though? Were you able able to to
1: do that? Were you able to just mentally disconnect?
2: It took probably a full day of me Mm. being there in Bermuda to disconnect. And then finally Mm -hmm. it was like something switched and I was like, okay, I'm having fun. Like, this is amazing. I haven't (laughs) felt this in a long time, you know?
1: Right. Right.
2: And you trust
0: your spouse to take care of your child that you guys, you know, created together. So. 100%.
2: And that is something it's funny (laughs) that I've heard in so many different circles where people are like, wait, your husband bathes your children or your husband's (laughs) alone with your children. And I'm like, "Hmm, um, I married him. So yes, I trust him with my life, (laughs) my children's (laughs) lives. Like he's he's doing everything I am doing with the exception of breastfeeding. He does it all. So yeah.
1: (laughs) But that's not common though. That's not common in a lot of other cultures. And when I used to tutor um, my Saudi Arabian students, students, students they would tell me all the time like that's not my husband's job mm-hmm. I bathe or they would have a little nanny so they were mm-hmm. like we do those things and she was mm-hmm. like you let your hu- let <laughs> I, let my husband excuse me that is a a, a curse word let him do these things <laughs> this is um something that he enjoys like you said, this is why I married him, not to knock anybody culture, it is what it is, where it is, but um, I definitely understand when you say leaving your kids at home, I, I, you know, with, with I, my husband takes way better care of my kids than I do. I go to sleep on them <laughs> and all types of stuff, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah, my, my husband is a child whisperer. He's so much better than I am. I'm like, are you sure you're not the mom? Right. I tell you. Oh, I got questions sometimes.
2: <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I feel blessed and lucky and thank God that that never crossed my mind. So maybe that was something external that I heard, but never crossed my mind as a factor that I couldn't leave Lennox with him. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, the fact that you bring that up, it's so funny because never once did I think that would be an issue. Would it be a lot just taxing like you are the man on man contact all weekend long, of course, for any parent. But Mm -hmm. you know, I feel like we are truly not just a marriage but a partnership and we knew right. we had kids we were both in this 100 percent. Right. we enjoy it except for the really bad days because you know you always have a bad day um but we were both in it whatever that meant yeah
1: so that important is so that is so important
2: well, so I'm, you would have stopped after
1: one kid you would have been like there's no more coming up in here i can't because i can't go to bermuda
0: <laughs> 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 no, let alone the grocery <laughs> store <laughs> never exactly. never. well i i mean this has been really um a great conversation for me i have you know there's there's a couple more things that i want to ask um and i'm just curious um because i have never taken my kids far off they've you know we've traveled inside the united states um what would you say is the most challenging part about traveling abroad with children?
2: I would say, and maybe it's not just abroad, because I think it's travel in general. Children are so attuned to their environment and their structure and their the cadence and their schedule that any time mm-hmm. I think you bring your kid to a new environment, having them adjust to that is hard certainly mm-hmm. in a new time zone with sleeping and the whole thing, of course. But even I was thinking when we did a layover in Japan on our way to Thailand, and we called ahead to the to the hotel and asked them for a crib and the crib was so low to the floor. <laughs> and that's a cultural thing we learned. Mm-hmm. And you know, here our crib is not all the way down. And I think even visually, I had read for children to look around and see the space that they're in, they become very attuned to that. And Lennox did not sleep one night in that crib because I think it was so low to the floor. He was like, wait a minute, where,
1: <laughs> what Am you? I crawling or
2: sleeping? Exactly, <laughs> am I on the floor? So I really think that it's just having them adjust to a new environment. I don't even think, I think the age also doesn't matter. It's sort of like, okay, what happens here? How do I do this? This is a new hotel room or space or RV or train bus however you're getting there. And so I think that's the biggest part is helping them adjust which is why, you know, in writing my book it was really because I couldn't find anything that would help prepare him to give him the heads up to help him feel more comfortable to help just start putting those ideas in his head that it's gonna be okay. It's gonna be different, but it's gonna be okay.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, do it anyway. Even though there are those challenges, do it anyway. Because I can't wait till can't your kids get bigger.
1: I can't wait till your kids are older and you get to see their responses or their reaction because mm-hmm. my kids flipped when when, when they saw the, it's, I call it like a little jitney bus, but it's bigger than the thing in Thailand, but smaller it's up, than it's your average yep. min, it's minivan, right? But The guy was sitting on the left side driving. My kids were. Mm lipped they were like mom the car isn't going to move you know <laughs> on the whatever side there. wait a minute we sit on the left we sit on the left the right side but it was on the different side I can't remember what side he was sitting on and they were like looking at him the whole time we're like look out the window baby there's blue water look out the window and they're like like staring this man down and it, it was really cool and also the money different Mm -hmm. for the kids Mm -hmm. that was that was different too um it's it's gonna be amazing when you start when you start to see that like it's like oh my gosh you're learning stuff you know different things yeah Yeah. great and that's That's the whole
2: thing that's the whole premise behind you know why I like to travel why I like my want my kids to travel why I wrote my book was difference is not scary like Mm -hmm. we should lean into difference and be curious about difference you know difference is just different and that's all mm-hmm. it is you know but we shouldn't think that if someone is different from me or they do something different from me it's bad or it means that they're not good people or I could never do that I'm scared of that and so that's something right. that I was really hoping to break down and especially in today's climate I think that message is so important truly mm-hmm. difference is just different
0: yeah right well i have another question um what is your goal trip like as a family what's like the the goal
2: okay so my goal trip is to recreate my honeymoon trip which was in south africa but to make it a family trip and so to show our kids all the different landscapes and things they can do from the city to the countryside to the vineyards to the animals I just think they would the beaches they would love that but also to be in a place where everyone looks like them like how cool mm-hmm. is that so yeah. that would Powerful. be my dream trip
0: oh I love it and then can I
1: go on your dream trip I know
0: let go on your, your family bag. trip <laughs> Uh,
1: my kids are great babysitters also but I mean not that we'll need one but I'm just saying so <laughs> I want to go
0: <laughs> yeah I love that that's awesome and so is that something that you want to do when they're a little bit older or are you like whenever the opportunity presents itself
2: I think a little bit older um because I, one thing I have always dreamt of once we got married and we talked about traveling with our kids is, you know, maybe once a year, every other year, we can do a big trip and we can like pick out a place on a map. And part of preparing for the trip is teaching them about the culture and the language and what to expect and the norms that are there so that when they get there, they're curious and they ask questions and they want to talk to people about it. And so I think, you know, as they get older and are able to do that more, that sort of really big trip with a safari, maybe, and all these different things would be perfect.
0: Yeah. Oof. Yeah. I definitely, I'm, I'm going in your bag. I'm going to be your stuff.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, we're uh, not going in her bag. No, we're going, we her. Going to- we're going with oh, her. We're oh, going to okay, meet you. Because i going to say, you know, we're traveling together. We already put that out there. That's right. Not- you know, we'll take you with us.
2: Black Mom okay. Diaries uh, travel trip. I love it.
0: Yep. Ooh,
1: let me write that down.
2: That right. Is... Write it down. Write it down,
0: and then text it to me so I can write it down. So.
2: <laughs> I can Yeah. So I mean, um, this would have to be Black Mom Diaries in the motherland. I'm one hundred percent. That would be amazing. Okay.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, that would that would be awesome. I looked at Ariel America. Ariel America has a whole thing on Africa. And um, the places just that you mentioned, like just from one side to the other, it's a different landscape. And the, the beaches are phenomenal. I have a friend that lives that in South Africa and she's always like, we come, come see us. And I've mm-hmm. always wanted to go to Tanzania. That's a place where I said, if I, I think this will be a place where, I don't know why it just resonates with me. Mm-hmm. I don't know anything about it. And I just always wanted to go it's beautiful I, come on now you've been there Yep.
2: <laughs> you have to go amazing the food is. i'm not bad oh. you just
1: make me want to go even yeah. more. and you know the people list.
2: there oh my gosh you have to
1: i do yeah I, I do i know some really and she's always telling me um she went over there and had a um, fourth baby and they moved oh. and and i um i used to always tell her if you guys have any room for me in your suitcase she was like we'll have to put you in us and she has such a great accent we'll have to put you in your in our suitcase you guys could just come stay with us for like one or two months uh one or yes. two. that see i don't want to go on vacation if it's for three days i'm sorry that's oh, just no. a, that's a little small getaway I want to go. Far? yes
0: you have to stay for a little bit yeah. yes
1: yes you have you have definitely made me want to get you know back out there traveling. Um, I'm just very sad a little bit about how the travel industry is a little, you know, now it's changed. Our last trip was on a cruise and we went to, you know, Cayman Islands and Mexico and things like that. And my kids, Mexico was really great for them. Um, I just, we had planned on going on another cruise to, we wanted to do a transatlantic one. So we had Mm. to fly to Germany but my husband got his passport first, and then we were going to get ours. But then, and when everything started to go like this, we just yep. never,
0: Sideways. you know,
1: we never, you know, did it. So, um, that was going to be something that ta- it takes like two weeks, two to two or three weeks to do a uh, transatlantic cruise, and that we were planning. But um, hopefully, things, you know, go back to, to the way. Maybe not the
0: way it was, but maybe better normal. Yeah, maybe, never, maybe you better. guys will. You guys will take your trip. So yes. yeah, yeah. I know. Take your trip. So on the Black Mom Diary boat. Yeah! Yeah! Hey! <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I man. mean, since we since we put stuff out there, um, I like it. The Black Mom Diary boat. You know. <laughs>
0: Oh, man. I was about to start singing, but I'm, I'm going to spare y'all. Um, so yeah, I, man, I, I love having the opportunity to be able to talk to different people. And this has been really incredible, Iolani. I want to know, if, if you and I were to meet on in a building and we were going on an elevator together, what would you say to me in those 30 seconds where I could walk away and be like, okay, this is who she is?
2: I would say that I am a New Yorker at heart and a Bronx native. I am a mom, but I'm someone who absolutely loves travel and culture. And so I would probably tell you where my next trip is which I think is gonna to be to Portugal. And I would ask if you'd would like to come along with me.
0: And I would say yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, okay, so talk to us about your book. You mentioned your book a couple of times. So tell us, tell us about your book.
2: Yeah, so my book is called Lennox Takes Flight and it is completely inspired by taking my son to Thailand as I mentioned at two months old and truthfully not finding books that talked about travel for young children and certainly not finding books that had black protagonists in the book as the main characters that traveled. And so for me, because I didn't see it, I created it. And I started this story first thinking it was going to be a picture book but actually it's now morphed into a first chapter book for fifth or sixth graders and what's really cool is that the story is about a boy named Lennox whose family says, "Hey, we're taking a we're taking a trip and we're going to Thailand." And in learning about the trip and what it takes to get on the flight and get his passport, his father shares that his great-grandfather was a Tuskegee airman and shows him the pilot wings. So Lennox is so inspired to take this flight and to get some wings of his own that when he gets to the path to the airport, he loses his passport. And the story is the adventure of him and his little sister trying to find it before their flight takes off. So I really hope that this book inspires black children to see themselves as travelers. It inspires all children to lean into and normalize difference. And that it just inspires families to try something different and try something new.
1: Boy, I was leaning in to this story. I know. I was
0: like, what? <laughs> I got chills. Get out of here. I, I,
2: yeah.
0: I know. I and you know what I kept thinking when I was listening to you. This sounds like a series, like the beginning of a series. Is this a series or you know?
2: We'll see. I think after I put out this book, I do want to do that picture book, because that was my uh-huh. original idea for the really young and little ones, but you never know. Lennox might take Thailand next. We'll see. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, that's what I love. Endless.
2: <laughs> right.
0: Well, where can we find this? Do, um, do we have, it's not out yet? It's not out yet. It'll be
2: published in December, but you can find out more about the inspiration behind the book the inspiration behind the story at LennoxTakesFlight.com. And that's Lennox with just one N, LennoxTakesFlight.com. So that's the best way to learn more about it.
0: Okay, and we'll definitely have that information in the description as well. So anybody that um, needs to see it will be able to see it also. So I'm excited about it. I'm I'm ready to get it. And so also um, uh, I think that when when moms wanna travel with their kids. Um, and I think, you know, like there's something to be said about um, people with more melanin in their skin traveling. It's a different experience. It can be a different experience. So okay. do you have any social media where you talk about that, give tips, share your experiences, that sort of thing? I think I I do something.
2: Yes, yeah, so on Instagram, we have our family travel Instagram. It's at Bullocks Abroad. And that's where we share, you'll see Lennox in, in Thailand, you'll see us sort of hopping around, eating different foods, but also start to share some travel tips. Um, some that are things that you may have thought of or not thought of, but things that I've just figured out along the way. Definitely check that out guys.
0: Yes,
1: that, that, sure. That's a value there.
0: It is. And I just wanna say thank you so much for, for being here and sharing with us your experiences and advice. I feel Mm -hmm. more educated um, in this area and a little more confident. And like LaTanya said, like hearing about your experiences, it makes her want to go there even more. Like it just seems more realistic. And so Mm -hmm. I -hmm. I feel, I feel that, and I'm looking forward to getting my passport and getting out of here.
1: (laughs) (laughs) As long as the podcast can reach over there, you can go.
0: Hey, I'm going, I'm going during break we're going oh, to we're, break
1: so yeah wait a minute wait <laughs> a minute
0: now.. <laughs> <Back time>. hiatus <laughs> yeah
1: that'll be good though so this um thank you again ilani this like i said she 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 expressed the gratitude that uh we feel for you coming onto our show um so so much so much meat and, and goodness and vegetables into, in, into what you said and just to be inspired to write a book about the, that experience. And I know you have many in you because you've seen and done things that in this half of your life, that some people in the second, they haven't even tried to do and their kids are right. out the house. This isn't for just people with kids. There's mm-hmm. some people with old, like young kids. There are some people with older kids that won't leave the States because of their older kids. Mm-hmm. You know. So this has been really good. Thank you again for coming out.
2: Yes, I had so much fun with you too. This has been awesome. I appreciate you having me on and um, look forward to just hearing more and hearing more of the great guests that you all have on the show.
0: Yeah, well, up. thank you so much. And for you guys out there listening, if you love what you hear, feel free to like, share and subscribe. If you want to leave us a comment or uh, some feedback, we want to hear your feedback. Uh, if you want to connect with us on social media, you can connect with us. Just search for us at Black Mom Diaries. You can look for us on Facebook. You can look for us on Twitter. You can look for us on Instagram. But we want to connect with you, right? Yep. Yes, we ready. do.
1: Yeah. And then, yep. of course, and if you yeah. leave us a com uh, what is it comment in the for the the podcast? Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> Talk to us. That's what we want. We want you to communicate. <laughs> we don't sound too
1: sure about that, Patricia. Leave <laughs> no.
0: us a comment. Leave us a comment. You know, yes. if you have any questions, comments, the concerns. Yes, if you have any any suggestions for things that you want to hear on the show, email us at blackmomdiaries at gmail.com. We want to hear from you. So you can get, get at us on social media, get at us on the podcast, by leaving us a, a comment or, you know, whatever.
1: <laughs> Patricia just got gangsta on y'all.
0: <laughs> if that's gangster, I don't <laughs> <so nervous. laughs> <laughs> But thank y'all so much for listening to the Black Mom Diaries and we'll see you again next show. Next
1: time, check out and, and stay tuned in. We got some more amazing guests coming on. Some more Black Mom greatness. And until next time, this is LaTonya. And I'm Patricia.
0: Thank you for listening to
1: Black
0: Mom, Mom Diary. <laughs> <laughs> I saw what you did there. Thanks so much for spending this episode with us. And if you like what you heard, feel free to like, share, and subscribe. And of course, be sure to join us on the next episode of the Black Mom Diaries.